Welcome to For the Life of Me podcast, where I share musings and perspectives on how we really, truly live a life divine. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm Julie Pyatt, your host. Hey, everyone. I was going to say, hey, chicas. <laughs> How's life? I'm really excited to talk to you about something that I've been wanting to share with you for quite some time. I want to talk about gray hair. I was thinking of a title for this podcast, and I was like, gray hair is sexy. And I was like, is gray hair really sexy? <laughs> it's not been my experience getting to this state. So I have had gray hair. I think the first gray hair that I had was when I was 16 years old. I've been dyeing my hair most of my life. And as I got older, I would be feeling amazing, just great and vital and young and happy. And then the white line would come and I would just collapse and defeat. So I went along on this roller coaster for many, many, many years. And some of you may know that I suffer from very severe headaches for over, it's probably going on 30 years now. They just sort of change variety, but they've never really ever gone away. So I started to consider what if I just let it go? And I consulted my friend, Lucy Pinter, who's the best fashion designer around, Total Muse. And I remember we were going into Kundalini yoga. We were outside of Tej's class in Hollywood. And I told her, I said, you know, I'm thinking about just letting it go. And she said to me, well, it's going to age you. It definitely is. It just does. But I think it would be extraordinary. And she um, showed me a supermodel who actually had grown her hair out. And so it's usually not the best thing to look at a supermodel's picture when you're picking out, you know, what you want your hair to look like. I used to have a really good friend of mine who used to tease about women coming in with photos of what they wanted their hair to look like. And he used to say to me, sweetie, this is a comb. It's not a wand. It's not a wand. <laughs> but anyway, this did give me some information, a little bit of inspiration on how I could maybe step in and maybe rewrite what it means to be a woman with gray hair, or maybe even rewrite what it means to be a man with gray hair. But I'm not a man, I'm a woman. So I really started thinking about it, and I was in the bathtub, and I was flipping through some images, and I hadn't said a word to Rich, my husband, and he walked in, and he said he had had a dream about me letting my hair grow out, which is really strange. Like, he doesn't have dreams and really never remembers his dreams. And he was really super supportive. He was like, babe, I think it'll be beautiful. Like, just go for it. My hairdresser at the time, my hairstylist, is a really dear friend of mine, Jenny, who had been cutting my hair for years. We began, and she had to strip the color out of it, which was a horrifying process. I had had dark hair my whole life and had identified with that kind of dark, long hair. And my hair then was orange because it couldn't go from all the way dark to all the way light. And of course, I wanted it white, white, because then I, you know, I wanted this other sort of extreme experience and color. So it didn't happen. And some days after that, we, we got it balanced out. But then I was horrifyingly to me, I was a full blown like platinum blonde, not even platinum, like sort of golden blonde. And it was a universal joke to me. I have tons of blonde friends. I want you to know I love blondes. 
I just never identified with being a blonde. And then there I was a blonde. So that gave me some spiritual growth opportunities, which was a good experience. And then I went in my teepee. It was on some astrological opening. I can't remember what it was, but I did a ceremony with my friend Mel Nahas from Conscious City Guide. And she actually channeled a mantra that came through of some sacred language and was chanting this over my head as we did this ceremony with the fire in my hair. So that was kind of the kickoff to this two-year journey. And it was not gentle, I would say. And there were even times, because even after I went to the golden blonde, I kept trying to get it to the gray state. And so my hair started to break off. And there was even one point where I was in the mirror just like going, okay, if I have to shave it, what is it going to look like? So one thing that I will tell you that I found from the process is, first of all, I would have bet you all the money that I have that I was as white as snow, that my hair would literally come in like Santa Claus. And that's, in fact, not true at all. And so what I realized is, like many things in life that I've experienced the power of having the courage to look at what is. So I started to, you know, feel this alignment with nature. And here I had created this water tiger spiritual mentorship and it's called water tiger. And the reason it is, is because we're actually laying into nature, like embodying nature in this exact precise way that's unique to all of us. And I was thinking here, I want this and I desire this experience, but I haven't had the courage to look at what is. Like I haven't even had the courage to see what God gave me because I've been dying it to fit into a certain image that I wanted to project of my youth, of my sexuality, of the way that I am in the world. And so much to my delight, as it started to grow in, I started to really like it and just really love like all the darks and lights. And I started to realize that this was going to be a two or three year journey for me to get it where I wanted it to go. But I also saw the opportunity of women having this experience to rewrite what it means to be young and vibrant or artistic, maybe not young in a young way, but how about vibrant and artistic and authentic and eternal? How about these aspects of what it means to be a divine human? And, you know, it's just a cultural thing that we associate gray hair with grandma And trust me, I had to rewrite those mental patterns many times. And just recently, I don't have them anymore, but it took me a while. Because when you see gray hair, you instantly just think grandma, grandpa, like immediately. So I've been in this sort of cultural opinion, maybe. And one of the great things is that a lot of the young ones have been dyeing their hair silver now for maybe three years. And so some people think that I did this, that I paid a lot of money to actually get my hair in this state. So I can't say that we're, you know, that I'm there a hundred percent, but I can say that it feels really good to sit inside of what is natural, to sit inside of what looks good. And I look really washed out with no makeup on, but 
I usually always wear some makeup anyway. That's the only thing. I like a little bit more smoky on my eyes and my eyebrows so that I don't just completely disappear. But I'm really loving the way that it is. But what I want to say and almost want to create a challenge to rewrite what it means to age, to rewrite what it means to come into the wisdom of the feminine frequency. And in the Vedic lineage, it is the years that are post-childbirth that are the most activated with creativity, with power, with beauty, with Shakti. And so what I like to say is that I'm not aging, I'm eternalizing. I'm interested in the aspects of what is the eternal nature that is all of us and how do I activate those thoughts, ideas, emotions, and experiences in my life. And I'm not interested in being sexy to attract a 20-year-old man and to be in a seduction paradigm, but I'm interested in being artistically brilliantly aligned to that which I find beautiful. Why do I have to subscribe to a culture that tells me that when I become 50, 60, 70, that I'm no longer valued, that I'm no longer treasured, or there's no use for me. And so I am rewriting that experience for myself. I am going to be 58 years this year. And I have to say that I'm in an exploration with my artistic expression. I'm in an an exploration with this body as sacred technology, that I am exploring how to embody this in the most powerful, beautiful, artistic way possible. And I want to remind women that are listening to this that the other story is literally an implant that was put there on purpose to keep us down and to keep us disconnected from the truth of who we are. This world needs powerful women that are united in compassion in knowledge, in beauty, in courage, in leadership, and in the awareness that we are spiritual beings having human experience. We are the ones that need to take over certain aspects of this modern paradigm society, and we need to redirect it, gently turn everybody around and redirect into the areas that create a loving world and a better world. Some of the ways that I've been doing this in my own life is I have launched a plant-based food company called Shrimu. Shrimu is a devotional offering frequency that is packaged in the most delicious cheese you have ever eaten. (laughs) So my business mission isn't just to create the best vegan cheese. Shrimu is universal. It's paleo, it's gluten-free, it's dairy-free, it's kosher, it's plant-based, and it is an activation of the remembrance of your connection to nature. And so I created this with all the love of a mother, with all the power of a spiritual healer and one with awareness, And it is a divine mission of mine, very, very aligned to my own individual life print. And we need more of these offerings that I know are coming through so many of you. And so I'm bringing it back to creating this challenge 
of going gray in such a beautiful, artistic, modern, powerful, courageous showing of what it is to be a fully realized human being. And yes, that includes sexuality, but it's not defined by sexuality. So that's another podcast. I'm going to go jump off the deep end and go into spirituality as sexuality, as creativity. But I just wanted to talk about gray hair. This has been the gray hair journey for me. I'm really enjoying it. And please let me know if you're going to join me in this new evolution and metamorphosis into being beautiful silver goddesses of creation. And if you think that you'd like to join others that are on the same journey, and if you think you could benefit from some support in embodying your unique life print, then please join me in my monthly Water Tiger Spiritual Mentorship Community, where I offer techniques, meditations, initiations, activations to truly assist you to embody your unique life print. Not another one of you in the entire multiverse. We need you to be more of who you are. And so until next time, I'm sending you so much love. May grace and beauty and creativity surround us all. Namaste. Sweet pepper, life.